Welcome to the Team Bodyworks podcast. This is the third episode in our series on our channel. This week we're talking to Hamish Riley, um, an actual athlete at Team Bodyworks. Um, he's raced internationally in running and in triathlon, so it's going to be an exciting conversation um, to cross over the two sports. Hamish gave us a great insight into what it's like to be moving out to college even earlier than going to uni. We also discussed things like goal setting and Super League triathlon where he had some great successes and also some wetsuit mishaps. Let's get into it. Hamish, thanks so much for joining me on the third episode of the Team Body West podcast. Um, how is the year going for you? What have you been up to? And um, yeah, how are things? Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much for having me on. Um, 2021, I think... Quite a few people glad glad to be in 2021 and after last year. Um, started pretty well, I think. Uh, training's going quite well at the moment, um, and just yeah, I'm staying just quite positive to to hopefully having a few races this year. So we'll see how it goes, but just positive mindset. That's what I'm hoping for, and then hopefully just start racing in April. Awesome. That's really exciting. Um, we'll get on to racing in, in, a, in a bit, but um, my last podcast was um, Tom Davis and he left a question. Well, we're starting this thing where we leave a question for our next podcast guest. So I'm going to put his question to you first. And his one was, what do you keep yourself entertained with on the turbo? Um, yeah, I think that's a good question, especially for the lot for the last few weeks. I mean, the weather, with the snow, the rain down here, it's been it's been tough going outside on the bike. So yeah, I'm quite fortunate to be in a house with two other athletes at the moment. So being on the turbo hasn't been too bad because I've had Lewis and Morgan to help keep me company, keep me motivated during it. But especially if you're on the turbo on your own, those those three hour rides they can get pretty tough, pretty boring. So. Um, biggest biggest thing to keep me motivated is probably probably being on Zwift. That's a big big help. But also just watching watching something on Netflix. Just keep keep the time passing by. Just don't don't really notice time. Things are probably my two go tos. What have you recently watched on Netflix? I started watching The Crown just now. I think, in fact, last night I was watching a couple of episodes. I think it's just—it's. I'm thinking it's just so detailed. I think it's, I really enjoy that. But yeah, that's a. Have you started really, on season one? Yeah, I just started just now. I've got two episodes in. I think I'm already loving it, so I just can't <laughs> wait to watch the next one. But then awesome. I also watched White House: The Murders at White House Farm. That was quite gripping as well. So if anyone was. I'd recommend those to anyone who hasn't watched it yet. Awesome, awesome. I think, yeah, The Crown was, like, extremely popular, and it's actually quite good because I think it's, like, one-hour episodes. It breaks it up quite yeah, nice. Um, but the other one I've not not had the chance to get onto yet. Um, yeah, so moving on to, like, triathlon. With um, originally from Kent, now in Eastbourne, um, what made you move, move to Eastbourne? Because um, you're currently at Eastbourne College studying. Um, so what made you move to Eastbourne and how did that sort of pan out? So, yeah, I, as you said, I used to be based in Kent, training in Maidstone, just living with my family. 
Um, but that was that was tough because I had to do all all three sports individually. So swimming at a swimming club, cycling pretty much on my own. wasn't really was in a cycling club, but it was so far away that I didn't go to the sessions. And then running with a running club, so it made it made it hard getting the right balance, getting the specific type of training in that I needed, and sometimes it just became boring. So um, especially the swimming, I was yeah, I really wasn't enjoying swimming a few like in my last few months when I was training on my own. So I had a few conversations with my parents and. I was lucky enough to get a scholarship at Eastbourne College and they were, I'm in the fortunate position that my parents were able to help pay for some of the fees towards that. So that was definitely a big help there. So I decided to come down to Eastbourne College because I knew there was bodyworks here. I knew, I knew all the athletes here. I'd been training here uh, because of the Southeast Academy. So I'd, I knew the area well and I'd had a few chats with Glenn and he just seemed to be the right coach for me. And so far, I'm really enjoying it and things are working really well. Awesome. So when you like kind of first came, because you're now, what, second year with us here? Yeah, second year. Yeah. So in your first year, like what sort of, um, obviously moving away from home, like you tend to typically do that when you're like moving away for uni. <laughs> like obviously you're two years prior to that. Um how obviously you've got people that do that even younger as well but like for you what was the uh, not challenges should we say or like things that you mm-hmm. learned um like initially when you first moved away yeah so I think one of the biggest things was just being organized I think <laughs> that's something I've learned to do I need to know what I'm doing at the right time um have everything ready before I go and just just make sure I'm looking at the time because sometimes time can just go much quicker. Even even if I'm ready, I just need to be to make sure I'm leaving at the right time, so I'm not late to anything. Um, another thing I like kind of learn as well is just to to look after myself, um, especially like not being with mum and dad every every um, day. I've just learned to take care for myself. Um, and do do simple jobs just like that I wouldn't have to do as much of as home as just like washing up the dishes as soon as I've eaten and stuff like that that I think most 16 17 year olds struggle with so yeah that's something I've learned um that's great that is great I think you're like in a normal college setting where you're at you're boarding with people that aren't necessarily athletes um how has that been for you? Have you had people like not necessarily keep you up at night? Like, how has that sort of been? How have you had to manage that? Yeah, so definitely, it's been it's been a challenge. But I think uh, the house I'm in, all the people are really nice. Get along with them really well. In the in the first two three weeks, it was it was a struggle. Um, moving to a new school, didn't know people. But I was quite fortunate to move in with Jack Kennedy, who's also goes to Bodyworks. So I, I knew someone to, uh, straight away. But yeah, the first three weeks, I mean, it was hard. There was definitely some late nights there, just people staying up late. But I think once people knew how much training we were doing, what our goals were, and the level that we were at, they all became really accepting of that 
we're going to bed now, don't come in our rooms. Um, yeah, so they've been really good with it. So now there's no problem at all and everyone just accepts it. Right, we're going to bed now. Yeah, that's fine. You can go. So, yeah, that's really good. awesome. I think um, with triathlon, have you found um, that people are saying more aware of it than you than they were at school? Um, <laughs> have you found that at all? Um, definitely. I think the profile's increased. So um, there's pe- people, I think most people know about triathlon like anywhere now just because it's quite a big sport but they don't know the specifics that it's a massive massive sport and that you can turn professional from it so I think definitely speaking to people at school they knew they knew it was a sport they knew it was there but they just didn't know uh how high up in the ranks you could get and that you could make a li- actual living from it so I think there's it's great that the profiles increase but there's still miles for it to go so you've raced um, across, well, across the whole of the UK, Europe. Um, I don't know if you've raced outside of Europe yet. No, I don't think, not yet, no. One to still tick off your list. Also internationally in running, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah, so like there's no... Um, there's no guessing that you're you're a very good athlete. Um, what has been like a real key highlight race or event for you so far? Um, I think probably the most surprising race I had wasn't in triathlon. I think um, the first, probably if you say I don't know, you say use the term breakout breakout race I had was probably English schools cross country twenty nineteen. So I'd done one English schools cross country previously before I mean it was all right it came 47th I think but after that I knew that was probably when the I was like I want to start seriously training now uh, get that England vest so the next year didn't make English schools didn't even make it in the team um, so train carried on training hard and then came into the 2019 race um, I'd had a few I had a uh, injury during the the previous like or during the winter build up to the cross country season so I wasn't even like fully training before I'd even done the trials race so I did the trials race managed to qualify for Kent and then it was time for English school so I was just like I'm gonna race this to enjoy this there's no pressure on me I haven't had the best winter and I managed to come come away seventh and that was just a big surprise it meant it just allowed me that I can believe in myself. I can set these goals. Um, yeah, so that qualified me for the school's international. So I got my first England vest there. And that just led me on to a really good 2019 season where lots more things happened. So yeah, that was probably probably my best race today. That's awesome. You've mentioned a lot so far about goal setting and <laughs> like how they're important to the success that you've had. Um, what things in goal setting have you used or like what things have you used that has helped you keep on track with those goals? Um, yeah, go with that. Um, I think I think having goals that are realistic but also challenging. So you need to have the right goals for you. So look, look in 
to the season beforehand for just your shorthand goals. Um, or yeah, short-term goals. Um, just challenge yourself. Set, I'd say, set one race that you really want to do, and that that helps me motivate myself um, to work hard and to train for that race. But also just sharing them with someone, not sharing them with loads of people, but sharing them with close family and coaches around you. So I think if they know what goals you have, they're gonna help you work towards them and help help you challenge for them. So yeah, those are two, my two pieces of advice. I think um, I think there's been a lot of research out on goal setting. I think even more so at the moment with with people struggling with motivation and stuff. Um, have you found something like writing them down to be um, more useful for you? I mean, each to their own, but yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I've written them down in my phone. I think some people write them down, put them up on a wall, but I think most people are on their phone every day. So I think just having them on my phone whenever I'm feeling down I can just look at look at on my notes and as you can see yeah that's what I'm working towards that's why I'm going out in the cold weather on this long run I don't really want to do but yeah I think yeah I've definitely written them down and that's something I think most people should do that's awesome um with triathlon you've well had the exciting pleasure of racing super league um as part of their youth and junior section i'm going to call it um you've raced it twice twice uh three times now three times one of them not quite so successful should yeah should we say um <laughs> tell us a little bit about that if people don't know um it was captured by one of the one of the best photographers in the game um tommy zafiris but um yeah give us a little insight into what happened on that day yeah, so that was that was my second Super League, so in Jersey, um, after the year before. So I was I was I knew the course well, was expecting good things, had yeah, I'd had a pretty good season, so I was feeling up for it. Um but yeah, decided did didn't get a very good draw in the swim. So I was and the way they'd done it that there were more juniors in the field than elite seniors, so we had less position on the starting pontoon. So we were all really close together. And for some reason, everyone that was on the right-hand side of the pontoon had even less position because the way it had lined up. So yeah, I wasn't in the best position starting off. But anyway, I got, got in, managed to get a fairly good dive off the, off the pontoon. So I'd got out quite well, but got to the first boy and it was just carnage out there. Uh, people on top of you people getting elbowed I think that was probably the most violent swim I'd ever been in um anyway I didn't think much of it still got out fairly well but then got into transition and I was like my wetsuit's not coming off what's going on this is this is this is awful awful so I was like I've either I'm either gonna have to rip it off which I couldn't I was trying to rip it off or just go go with my wetsuit on the bike so I was like I may as well, I've come all the way, I may as well just finish the race. Not going to do well anyway. So decided it was time to just race in my wetsuit after trying to get it off. So yeah, that was fun. So doing the bike run, bike run again in my wetsuit. I mean, it did help. I crashed on a roundabout. So there was a bit of padding from my wetsuit. So that was something that helped me out quite a bit there. Oh my but God. Yeah. So you literally just bounced back up when you, when you crashed. Yeah, literally. <laughs> But I think it just taught me that you can finish anything again. Yeah, so 
yeah, it's not over until you, it's not yeah, over until exactly. you cross the line, is it? Yeah. Exactly. No, yeah. that's that's brilliant. Um, I mean, the other times you you have podiumed at Super League Jersey in the past as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I think I think that style of racing certainly certainly suits you. Is is sprint and Olympic the direction that you think you'll always be going in? For now, yeah, definitely. I think working towards mastering the sprint distance and then in my under 23s getting getting experience in the olympic distance i think i can see for the next for the next at least eight to ten years i can't see myself going any longer than that i think i want to focus on on um, those those distances seeing how far up i can get and then i would definitely like to venture into ironman at some point but that's definitely in the distance distant future yeah i think those who don't necessarily know you how old are you I'm 18 at the moment. Yeah, so you've got a good solid 10 years yeah. at least to be thinking about Ironman. Um, mm-hmm. Where would you like to see triathlon go? Like, obviously, there's been a lot of development at the moment on the short course side of Super League coming out in the last few years and really up in the game in terms of like a big event production mm-hmm. and even more so with the PTO in the long course yeah. championships and things. Where would you like to see triathlon go either on a sprint Olympic level at the moment? Um, I think Super League is is probably the biggest game changer at the moment. I think there was the what is it the island the island house try previously that was that was quite a big thing. But I think yeah now Super League just investing all that money, getting the crowds in, making the races exciting. I think that's definitely gonna. I think if not if not take over, I think it's gonna be level with with how how many races there are in the future in the ITU calendar. I think um, it's obviously working. The the crowds, TV viewership they're getting is is ridiculous at the moment. So I think Super League know what they're doing. I think ITU need to take some inspiration from them, um, especially like some Olympic distance races. They just drag. They're all the same. But I think, yeah, I think I definitely still want the Olympic and sprint distant races to be kept into the calendar, though, because that is that is what triathlon is about. It's where it started. But then um, also just on the side, have some more exciting races. I know the European Championships this year has been changed into a heats and final format. So I think maybe they're trialing that out to bring it into higher levels. So I think maybe they're already thinking about the future and then also, I think that Challenge Daytona this year, that was that was a really, really good race. I think that brought in quite a few people viewing that as well. But I think, yeah, so I think definitely keep the, what are they, the keep the foundation races or what would you say, the original races there. Don't get rid of them because like Kona, um, the Olympic distance, all those types of races they should they should maintain but there should be races around them that help bring new people into the sport get them interested and hooked so I think yeah that's I think yeah that's where I can see it going I think yeah I think one of the points you're you're really making there is especially with the Olympic distance it is two hours long mm-hmm. um I think I don't know if you remember but a few years ago they hosted one in at Kitzbühel and mm-hmm. the, I, I can't remember if it was Olympic or sprint distance, it might have been in between because of the style of format that it was, but they had a swim in the lake at the bottom with the hill climb bike and then the run around the top of the mountain. Would you like to see more interesting courses like that 
Um, yeah, I think that was that was a really good course. That was just something that I think quite I think any triathlete would want to do that course just for the thrill of it. I think yeah, that that was a great course. I think definitely they, they should um, take more inspiration from that. I think I, I don't I think the British courses there's not many uh, definitely junior level. There's not many great courses. And uh, I, I can't speak about the Ironman or the 70.3s, but I think on the sprint side, there's there's not many great ones. So, I mean, I went to France last year um, and the, their races over there were organised so well. I mean, the, the whole town comes out to watch, everyone's watching it, all the roads are sharp. And I mean, at the second race I did out there last year, um, we rode up the Alps, so we're going up switchbacks, down switchbacks, uh, along 20k a closed road. And this is this is just a, a normal race for them. And I think definitely British triathlon needs to take some inspiration from the French Grand Prix style of racing. So yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I think like, I think the French have done it so so well. They have such a jam-packed calendar mm-hmm. of racing. And I think their their teams and their clubs and the, the <clears throat> excuse me the the investment that they have from companies outside mm-hmm. of triathlon as well is something that really needs to be looked at on as as a model. Um, I think what's what's something that they've had in the past um, on the ITU circuit is um, cash prizes or cash primes. Mm-hmm. For get like so, I know Specialized used to do one um, at one of the European at uh, the World Series races where if whoever was first on the bike on each lap through a specialized uh-huh. banner, they would have um, like a thousand pound bonus at the end um, for yeah. whoever it was on each of the laps. Yeah. Um, I think for the development of athletes that aren't necessarily always hitting the podium, because um, prize money is quite the drop off, would you yeah. like to see sort of primes added in for like yeah, first lap of water? change the race dynamic completely, I think. Um... I think that would be, yeah, I think that'd be something really good to see in more races. Because um, I think you've, you've had that in Super League where you have the blue jerseys, the yeah, green yeah, jerseys yeah, and things like that. Do you think that yeah, would be something as a World Series they could probably add in? Yeah, definitely. I think, I've never thought of that before, but yeah, I think that would make races so much more interesting. It wouldn't, it wouldn't just be slow on the bike. It would mean people have something to work for if you want to attack attack yeah i think that would that would be something that would really change the game i think yeah that's awesome um i think what what are your goals outside of triathlon we've talked a fair bit about you in triathlon and where you've Mm -hmm. raced and things like that what what do you see yourself doing or what interest do you have outside of triathlon so yeah at the moment just focusing on on finishing a levels hopefully getting some good results out of them what are you studying I'm studying PE, biology, and geography. So PE is, PE is my favourite subject. Really enjoy that one. Probably you can see that why. Um, <laughs> and then I thought, I thought I really enjoyed biology at GCSE. Well, I did really enjoy it at GCSE, but doing it at A level is completely different. It's so much more work, so much harder. I think I'm. That's the one I'm struggling with at the most. So that's what I'm working on at the moment to hopefully get a good grade in that and then yeah I'm just enjoying geography at the moment so where do you see yeah. so do you have any like 
um, career goals outside of triathlon in that respect. So do you look to go, are you looking to study anything at uni um, or are you not looking at uni? Um, at the moment, I think I'm going to have a, have a gap year first, at least just a year off, just try to, try to just further develop, um, try and find a job next year, just become self-sustainable. Um, and then, but anyway, I've applied to some unis this year, so I can just defer if I want to. So I've applied for sports science and sports technology. So um, I just sports enjoy... Sorry, is sports technology, like, um, in terms of something looking at, say, like, Zwift, or is that more the yeah. product side of sport? It is is a whole range of things. So, it, it even I think I was reading the syllabus, it even dip, dips into, like, sports science, mechanics. So, it's just, it's just something that interests me, just learning how the products are developed, what, what athletes need, what, yeah, I think it's something that really interests me, but... It's just a, it's just a bit of a shame that they don't do it down in Brighton. There's only one place that does it in in the country, at Loughborough. So that'll be a decision I have to make in the future if I want to stay down here or if I want to eventually at some point go to Loughborough. But I think the thing, the thing is, I if I do go to uni, I think I can do it at any time. I don't have to be. 18, 19 to go, I can go to uni if I'm 26, 27. It, it will still be the same course. It will still be learning the same things. It will just be a bit a bit later. But yeah. That's a really so, good outlook, outlook to have, I think. Um, sport won't necessarily always always be there for you. You are obviously mm. always getting older. Um, but I guess um, uni won't be going anywhere in that respect. Um, I'm going to loop back around to what we talked about at the start with our last podcast guest um what is the question for our next guest that we've got obviously i'm not going to tell you who it is just for a bit more uh-huh. surprise uh-huh. but um yeah have you got a question for them oh um i'll just keep it simple then um are you a tea or coffee person and why is that oh i like that simple like, what are you yeah. um I'd say in the morning I'm a tea person. Midday it gets a coffee. Oh, you need that extra boost. Bit of a, bit of a mixture, yeah. If anyone yeah. like, obviously people can't see this because they'll be listening, but um, we're we're doing this over Zoom. Um, Hamish has possibly the biggest cup of tea I think I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. It's I think it's actually what is it? Is it a soup? Yeah, it's a soup mug right here. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's even got written on it, large soup mug. Um, <laughs> so I think that just shows how much of a tea fan um, Hamish is. Um, are you are you a, a milk-in first or a milk-in second person? That's the bigger uh, question, I think. It's got to be it's got to be milk second. I think one thing I've had a few looks in is just for leaving the tea bag in. So I mean, Wait, you've got you've got to leave it in. Yeah, no, I leave it in, but just. Don't take it out. Oh, so, what? yeah, it just it gets better as you go along. <laughs> that's that's interesting. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you like a strong brew, from what I understand. Yeah. Um, Hamish, it's been great talking to you this this morning. Um, thanks so much for for coming on. Um, where can people find you on social media? 
Uh, yeah, so Instagram is just Hamish Riley. Um, and I think my Twitter is Hamish Riley 7. So. Awesome, awesome. Go check him out, follow his journey. And um, we look forward to hearing, hearing from you again sometime, hopefully um, in the future once you start racing. Cheers. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Cheers. There we have it, guys. That was uh, my chat with Hamish Riley. Um, thanks, Hamish, for coming on. That was really great to uh, chat with you and find out a bit more about life outside of sport as well as in sport. If you want to find out more about Team Bodyworks, head to teambodyworks.com or find us on social at team underscore bodyworks. Um, until next time, we'll catch you later. Thank you.